0: Hey, I'm Robbie Kramer. You're listening to The Leverage Podcast, where we discuss using your social skills to hack dating, travel, finding your dream job, and becoming a complete man. Welcome to The Leverage Podcast. I'm super excited to have Jay Campbell on the line with us. And um, we're going to be talking about testosterone replacement therapy. Um, Jay is an expert in that field. And we'll be taking some questions from the guys in the leverage group as well. Um, so, Jay, I'm super stoked to have you. We met through a mutual friend, Carrie, who's also a uh, a moderator in this group. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about you know your story and how you got into this stuff and uh, how it all came to be?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, so first off, thanks for having me in your guys' podcast and on your show and in your little group here. Um, So I'm 45 years old, I'm almost 46, I've been on testosterone replacement therapy since I turned 30, really actually like a month before I turned 30 when I was 29. Um, I um, was very blessed and fortunate to have been diagnosed by a very smart um, endocrinologist who referred me to a specialist who actually was at the top of his field um, at the time, this is a long time ago, this was I think in 1999. Uh, Or 98, 98 or 99, I don't even remember. But anyway, I worked with a guy by the name of Dr. Raymond Scruggs, who is actually now serving time in a federal prison because he was the physician that worked with uh, the Balco, who was involved in the Balco Major League Baseball scandal. It's very unfortunate. He's a Harvard-educated physician, and brilliant guy, and he never did anything illegal. But as you guys know... Uh, or maybe you don't, but back in the baseball, Major League Baseball scandal, you know, get, <laughs> the United States government got involved and it was, became a witch hunt and subpoenas were put out there and he basically was the fall guy because he was one of the doctors that was prescribing legit for legitimate reasons, but it ended up becoming bigger than that and other people got involved and they were prescribing for non-legitimate reasons. So anyway, long story short, he went to prison, but he, it, I worked with him, I was blessed to work with him three years before any of that happened in the mid-2000s and I learned how Um, to optimize my hormones and to balance my hormones between testosterone and estrogen. So I had a very strong interest in it from a mathematical and a science uh, standpoint um, as I proceeded to go through therapy. And obviously, I worked with other physicians over time. And um, about two and a half, three years ago, I decided that I was going to write a book on testosterone replacement therapy because the marketplace just didn't have anything out there that really um, was in my opinion um, capable of fulfilling the need of so many people in the world that were, you know, uh, suffering from testosterone deficiency, and we'll talk a lot about that in this show, hopefully. But um, the book is, you know, just so you guys know, I, the book is titled uh, "The Definitive Testosterone Replacement Therapy Manual: How to Optimize Your Testosterone for Lifelong Health and Happiness," and it's now a bestseller on Amazon. I published it in the end of November of last year, so it's technically been on the market for about ten months. It um, has over 165-star reviews. It's the number one uh, written book, according to Amazon, um, ever on testosterone replacement therapy by sales and then also um, just by rankings, by five-star rankings, so um, it's allowed me a number of benefits from a standpoint of you know recognition in the marketplace. Um, as Robbie said, you know, I'm considered one of the top five or foremost, you know, uh, subject matter, subject matter experts on testosterone in the world. As such, I work with a number of physicians, a bunch of anti-aging clinics and uh, age management, uh, uh, companies, uh, who consult with me. And, uh, and then I also do private consulting, um, at a very high level for certain, you know, C-level executives and people like that who really want to bring in their therapy for, uh, you know, beyond what their doctors are capable of doing. So... Um, you know, that's kind of my place. Um, you know, from a background standpoint, I'm actually, my wife and I own a residential real estate company in Southern California, you know, modestly successful. We do between 25 and $35 million in annual production. Um, and so all of this testosterone replacement stuff that I'm doing is really just kind of a side income stream for me, although it's becoming massive because i partnered with a couple of other mega entrepreneurs, A-list serial entrepreneurs who are um, getting involved in supplements now from a, uh, like a kind of a life, a life balance or optimization level. We actually, our supplement line is coming out and probably in under two months, it's called Optimized Life Nutrition. Um, it's going to be a big mover in the marketplace because of the resources that we're going to be uh, spending from a marketing standpoint, but then also because our products are second to none. Um, we're going into the supplement space or entering the supplement space from an idea of you know trans- transparency and authenticity is the only thing that matters to people today and if any right. of you guys who are listening to the show know anything about the supplement industry, you know that it's wholly unregulated and made up of mostly proprietary blends so in a nutshell, what that means is that almost every supplement you take is utter horseshit so we're 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 essentially going into the space um with a market uh, with a with a um, a, a standpoint or a, you know kind of a tagline of not only are we you know guaranteeing the, the efficacy of anything we sell you from a label claim, but we'll actually pay to test it for you so that if you don't believe what we're selling is totally legit and won't help you you know in re- in regards to whatever endeavor you're choosing to pursue relative to that supplement we'll pay for the testing so that we can verify label claims so we're going to be completely different than anyone in the business um, and i you know I, I know a little bit about the industry I know you know people that are you know, making a lot of money in the supplement space and, you know, I'm not here to judge them. It's not how I roll, but um, I I feel like a lot of those guys should be shaking in their boots (laughs) for what we're going to be doing.
0: (laughs) That sounds really great. And we should, uh, we should talk as well about the real estate stuff. Um, Me and some other guys from this group have a large company in the vacation rental arbitrage space, basically using Airbnb. So there might be some crossovers there, Um, but getting back to TRT and it's great. I'm so glad that, you know, there's a ton of serial entrepreneurs that listen to this show. Um, a, a lot of guys in my leverage group that are serial entrepreneurs, so yep. it's a great fit. And I love everything you're saying. Um, awesome. So tell us a little bit more. Like, how do you know if you're deficient in testosterone? Um, you know, personally for you, like, you know, what what made you kind of go on that journey to to be like, okay, this is this is why I'm struggling, and it would obviously made a huge difference.
1: Right. Well. So, I mean, it was really a lot of blind luck. I mean, I, I'm a very, um, like my background, my, my, I graduated in um, uh, 1993 in college, and my major was in international relations with a focus on political science. But I also had a triple major um, in molecular biology, nutrition, and history. So I'm a dork. I'm a total <laughs> science geek, total science geek. Um, and, and, and thought maybe at one point that I might go to medical school. But then when I realized that medical school was a complete scam and that I didn't want to come out, I didn't have parents that were going to pay for my medical school. And very few people got full scholarships in medical school. Um, I didn't want to come out of debt, you know, $200,000 in debt and not working for a dollar until I was 37. So, you know, I, I, I graduated, I got into sales, I, I did a little bit of acting um, and then I got into sales and naturally gravitated to sales because I was a good communicator. And I was just um, I also played um, basketball in college and I played uh, for six months professionally overseas in Austria. So I was always like a, you know, motivated, diligent, you know, hard charging athlete type guy. And so um, I found myself at like 28 or 29 playing in like two or three adult men's basketball leagues, you know, working my ass off. Um, you know reading doing all the things that I would do and I literally just burned out man And again, I was just blessed that I found a doctor who said dude We need to test your hormone levels and they tested my hormone levels And I had like 268 or 277 total testosterone, which is nanograms per deciliter Which is how they measure total testosterone and again just blind luck, the guy was like dude, you're deficient and again, at that point, I knew nothing about testosterone. I had never taken any steroids or even over-the-counter supplements. I think I might have used creatine and glutamine or some shit like that. But I mean, I had never touched anything. Um, and so then, you know, I went down this path of working with this doctor. He optimized me within literally three to four weeks. I was like a new man again. I felt like I did when I was 17 or 18, you know, and just, you know, massive erections, just incredible stamina and energy. I mean, I felt, new, you know, rejuvenated and, and like, you know, my, my early, late teen self with massive energy and all that stuff. So... I then became you know being the scientific mind that i have um i became very inquisitive um i continued to research it at that time there wasn't a lot of great research in the marketplace about this most of the research was in the hiv and the wasting communities one of my really good friends nelson virgil wrote a book at that time called um shit, uh, built for built to survive and he also wrote it with another doctor who was actually also happened to be hiv positive they were both hiv positive and they were trying to figure out how to survive i mean at that point you know, again, like in probably 96, 97, before I was even on TRT, you know, um, I, I knew about that book because I was, again, a, such a super researcher. And, uh, and so that book helped me when I started testosterone therapy myself. That was kind of like my guideline because I'm telling you, modern medicine knew nothing. My doctor was smart, but there was nothing to read about in research. You know, the Internet was just starting up, too. So there was very few places to get research. But then obviously the Internet became bigger in the early 2000s. And I had more and more research to find and stuff like that. So I just became a serious student of this. And, um, in, in becoming a student of this, I just really, really dialed myself in and learned to optimize my life, you know, beyond my hormone levels, obviously through nutrition, obviously through exercise training and resistance training and cardio and all that stuff. So I just became a super nerd, super geek on like how to like optimize my life. Like that's kind of like my whole website, trtrevolution.com is like, you know, one of the taglines is like total life optimization. So that's kind of like where I went with this. And, you know, as, as I became more and more dialed into it, you know, I made more friends, Nelson being one. Who, you know, other guys who had written books about this, about TRT and about hormone optimization and stuff like that. And I just decided like, wow, I know so much about this. Why don't I write a book? And so that's where that's where it led to, you know, like two and a half years ago.
0: Gotcha. Why don't most doctors know much about testosterone or why don't they treat it? They don't recognize it. Why is it such a lack there?
1: Yeah, it's a great question um it's really it's kind of like a it's a hard answer for me because you know on one hand I, i i try to safeguard the medical community and not disparage them but on the other hand you know when i do podcasts like this i have to be honest um testosterone replacement therapy is an art okay um it's not something they learn in medical school there's no standard patient care model Um, like there is for most other disease diagnoses and coding and all this stuff, you know, the way the medical system works today. Um, And so it's not, you know, again, not taught in medical school. The the standard operating procedure of most guys that distribute or or prescribe hormones is simply like this. And this is embarrassing, but it's 100% true. It's like a doctor could be any kind of doctor. He could be a podiatrist. You know, he could be um, a holistic practitioner, like a doctor of osteopathy or something like that. And freaking pharmaceutical rep comes in, and, and says, hey, doc, you know, I got this Androgel stuff. You should probably start selling it and scripting it to your patients because you can make $225 on every guy, you know, monthly that you scripted on. And I'm not kidding you. And that's how the majority of the medical community prescribes hormones. They have no understanding. Of andrology, which is the formal scientific study, or, or, you know, uh, that's kind of the methodology of like, you know, prescribing hormones and managing men's endocrine systems. But, But they have no understanding of it. It just becomes a side revenue stream for them. And then what ultimately ends up happening is the patients get completely fucked up. And, you know, they go down a route of like, oh my God, you know, there's no balance between testosterone and estrogen. They don't know how to manage their estrogen. They don't know how to manage anything with their endocrine systems. And they just completely royally screw dudes over. And, you know, half the people that I consult with or work with today are, like, guys that I'm trying to, like, unravel. Um, So it's very, very unfortunate. However, thankfully, there are good progressive physicians in the marketplace today that have been working with patients. They do understand um, how to do this. I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, you know... I'd probably say I have thirty to forty reviews on Amazon from like full fledged progressive physicians who basically have used my book to manage their their you know their hormone replacement therapy and their practice. So there are guys out there that are realizing that um, you know the best intel and the best information is are, are guys that have you know been living this world or have been practicing hormone replacement therapy you know on their own or you know under the guys care or guidance and care of good physicians. Um, So that's kind of where they go now, at least the best ones. But, you know, to, you know, to answer your question, I mean, most doctors today still have absolutely no clue. And I tell guys this all the time. Like if you have managed care, you have benefits, right? You have a PPO or an HMO. If you go down that path and seek, you know, uh, professional TRT uh, or light, you know, uh, hormonal optimization, the chances of you getting it are less than
2: 5%. Wow.
1: So it's an out-of-pocket expense. I mean, this is something, you know, and again, I work with a number of guys, so I'm not going to be a shill and start, you know, marketing. If guys want to ask that question, you know, later I'll, I'll be happy to recommend people in, in direct paths, but, um, you got, this is an out-of-pocket expense. You know, like I, I did a big seminar in Florida, uh, earlier this year and, you know, it was, it, it was kind of a high ticket item. And, you know, most of the guys that came from international were wealthy business guys overseas. And it's like talking to a guy from Pakistan, he was like this, he was like, Jay, you know you know uh it, it, this is a rich man's game you know he's like there's no doctors in the entire country of Pakistan we have close to 1.2 billion people and we seriously do not even have i'm sorry uh, 200 210 million or something i don't even know pakistan's got a huge population he was like um He's like we don't have a single doctor that can prescribe hormones. He's like for anybody in my country that has money that needs testosterone and we all do cuz we're our diet's suck and you know we all have high estrogen. He's like we have to fly out of the country and deal with, you know, customs and all the other things just to get a script for testosterone. So, it's 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 it's, it's it, you know, as bad as it is in North America, it's even worse internationally. So, you know, where I'm at, I feel like I'm very very best positioned as this expands and we can talk about that in a second, but you know, my my idea where this is going Um, It's such an epidemic, okay, and it's an undiagnosed epidemic, and we now have guys in their teens, in their early 20s that are absolutely already suffering from testosterone deficiency, riddled with estrogen, you know, have high estrogenic body fat um, deposition. Um, I believe that testosterone replacement therapy or hormone optimization will become like Starbucks clinics eventually. I see see no other option or possibility because… Dude, the climate, you know, um, you know, just geoclimactically, if you live in a coastal, a large coastal population center, you're being bombarded daily by particulates, chemicals, phytoestrogens, you know, BPA, phthalates, all these horrible endocrine disrupting chemicals. And there's almost no way to prevent you know, your endocrine system from being disrupted unless you optimize your hormones. And, and it's like, you know, I say that. And some people are like, look at me and they're like, dude, this fucking dude's crazy. But like, I can show you statistics. And of course the data is all in my book. You know, I probably have 40 or 50 citations about this that show that literally in the last 20 years, the the global sperm uh, percentage of all males has been halved. So we're, we're moving to a situation where most dudes, if by the, by the age of and it's younger than this in some countries, Um, Like in Scandinavia, it's younger than this. But by 40, almost every guy is suffering from testosterone deficiency. It's just that most of them don't get diagnosed because their doctors are clueless and they're just as clueless themselves.
0: Right. So if you're 40, you can kind of assume that you need it. Uh, What if you're, you know, in that kind of range 25 to 30? You have to get your
1: blood work. You have to get your blood work done. You absolutely positively have to get your blood work done. You have to go to my site you have to become a voracious consumer of the content that I put out on my site. Cause we talk about this all the time. Um, I also have tons of guys that I, you know, work with and consult with who are in their twenties. The issue that guys in their twenties have today is, is that I like to say it like this. Um, and of course there's always solutions to any problem, but the issue is that medicine, modern medicine has left those guys behind because if you go to an average doctor at 27 and you present with testosterone deficiency, that's the last thing they're even going to check. They're going to, Slam you with an SSRI inhibitor like Paxil or Welbutrin or Restoral or Lexapro or some other bullshit chemical and say, oh, you know, I'll give you a a erectile dysfunction medication too, right? Like Cialis (laughs) or Viagra. And then they'll send you home and, you know, there's no, the root source of the problem, which is, you know, a deficiency in testosterone is not being addressed and you're just putting band-aids on.
0: Yeah. And then creating more problems. And it
1: makes guys worse. Oh, dude, I mean I have a dissertation about what SSRI inhibitors do to people long term. I mean, they fuck up synaptic curves, they they distort uh neurotransmitter pathways. I mean, they are horrible drugs. Any of you guys, if you're on those and you're you know, you you feel depressed or whatever, get off them. Well, first off, you know, get diagnosed, get your blood work done. But if you're in your twenties and you're on those things, Stop taking them immediately because they are going to create massive havoc in your life later. I mean, my sister is 39 years old and she's been on them since she was 22, and she's a mess, a fucking mess.
0: And I, I missed this before. What are SSRI again? So,
1: an SSRI inhibitor is what is known as a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and it is a medication that all people are taking, take it, they're given for depression. Or, you know, oh, doc, you know, I just lost my step and, you know, I just feel down and I, you know, I have a headache by two o'clock in the day. I want to go to sleep. I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I have like this soul crushing indecisiveness, you know, so they just give these drugs out like aspirin, dude.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're horrible, man. They wreck havoc on people. And like I said, the long term effects of them are not even understood. You know, but I know people that have been on them for more than a decade and almost every person that I know who's been on these things for more than a decade is literally a one foot in the grave time bomb could go off at any moment. Gotcha.
0: So are we talking about like Xanax, Prozac or am I off all of them? Then? Dude, all oh, okay. them. Every
1: single one of them are a nightmare. Now, Xanax is different from Prozac. Sure. Xanax is an anxiety medication. It's not an SSRI inhibitor. It's a different type of medication. But all those drugs are going to fuck you up in some capacity. Anything... Anything that alters the cerebral cortex and synaptic pathways in the brain, there's no long-term understanding of them. Um, other than they create an addiction, they screw um, serotonin and they screw dopamine, and they change the, the response curve in the brain. And I'm telling you, man, they are no good. Not, not good. You know, if you're taking them with a script from a med- from a, a practitioner and using them regularly in your life,
0: you're headed down a bad path. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to stay off of that shit. That's good. good. Um, That's good. Yeah. I I tell guys this all the
1: time. I mean, and again, I sound like a shill because obviously I'm promoting testosterone in my life and everything, but testosterone is a panacea when used judiciously under the care and guidance of a good physician, um, you know, diagnosed early. And then again, understanding or allowing them to understand to manage your endocrine system. And, you know, the goals, there's twofold goals of testosterone replacement therapy. Okay two things only. And and most guys, most doctors don't know this. It's one, number one is, is increasing well-being and happiness, right? Do you make the guy feel better? And then number two is balance, balance between testosterone and estrogen. If you do both of those things, you're going to change the person's life and it's going to be lifelong. And that's the other thing too is, you know, when for younger guys, for you guys, most of the guys listening to this show, when you take testosterone, if you're lucky enough to get a physician to script you testosterone, which is going to be you know, an issue in and of itself, unless you go down specific pathways, which I can guide you. Um, you also, if you want children, you do have to use other ancillary medications to maintain fertility. And that's also very simple to do. Most quack doctors will fuck you up if if, if you go down that pathway. Um, I, again, I recommend multiple doctors that would never do that. But you do have to take other medications to maintain modal sperm and to, become, and, and to maintain fertility. Um, but again, it's very simple to do if, as long as you're working with a physician that knows what they're doing. So that's always the issue for guys in their twenties and thirties who want to have kids is, you know, you also have to maintain the pathways that allow you to remain fertile, see. but you can do it, dude. I mean, I had both of my kids, you know, I have an eight year old daughter and a six year old daughter. I had my kids at 36 and 37 or really 38. I just turned 38. They're like, you know, Irish twins are like 22 months apart or 21 months apart. But, um, The reality is that you can do it. It's very simple to do. I was on testosterone and I took HCG, which is the other medication that you take to maintain um, modal sperm and and sperm count and stuff like that. So it's very simple to do. Um, But again, that's the issue that guys have in their twenties and thirties who want to have kids. If you don't want to have kids, it doesn't matter. You know, you don't even have ever have to worry. You can go on TRT right away and have no issues and just, you know, you're taking it for life. And there's a lot of delivery systems of testosterone, Um, you know, docs, script, gel, pretty much worthless. They also script pellets, which are also worthless. Um, most doctors are in the business of making money as everybody else is. So they're going to probably script you um, if, they, if they're not you know, progressive and really understand this thing. They're going to script you the one that costs the most money out of pocket so that they can make the most amount of money. So there's multiple delivery systems. At last count, there were like 14. But honestly, like I tell guys all the time, there's only one that works and that's injections.
0: Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah I tried some pills before that I think I got from uh, you know, an online program I guess the shortcut sort of thing. And bro, there's yeah.
1: no such thing yeah. as testosterone pills. Anything right. <laughs> that's oral is fake or a scam. It doesn't even work that way. Nothing crosses the blood brain barrier and oral, you know, there are steroids, you know, like methyl testosterone or B ball and stuff like that, but they're not testosterone. And those are anabolic drugs and androgen, well, anabolic or androgenic drugs. And they, they disturb uh, your natural pathway. That's the thing is like, testosterone is not a drug it's a hormone right i mean testosterone is the hormone that makes us men right like women that want to be dudes take testosterone so there's just like stigma in the marketplace and again i cover this in the book that using testosterone is illegal or unethical or immoral or all this nonsense it's just bullshit it's just media driven hype and bullshit about scaring people away from using testosterone and i and i won't even go down the path of like you know, the anti-masculine, you know, climate that we find ourselves in today. But that, oh, yeah. that's also very, that's very popular. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a whole <laughs> other
0: conversation for sure. Um, <laughs> but kind of going on to that in terms of, um, you know, what sort of effects are guys going to see if they boost their testosterone in terms of their dating life? Let me just
1: tell you guys this, man. And this is a fact. You will literally, when you optimize your hormone levels, you will literally look at your life as pre-TRT and post-TRT. That's how impactful and and revelational change it is. It's literally, it's night and day. I mean, when you are balanced optimally hormone-wise, you are like a fucking monster. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You have energy that never stops. You can wake up at five o'clock every morning and work till nine o'clock at night and then go home and bang two chicks. I mean, I am not. You know, it, 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 it's it's like a game changer. I mean, you know, you can ask Carrie Wan. You know, I mean, I got Carrie on this program literally like two years ago, and Carrie was like a guy who's like lean, and he's like, "Bro, I don't have low testosterone. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't have to tell you." I mean, I didn't tell him he had low testosterone, but I always tell guys, I'm like, "Look, man, don't tell me anything." You know, it's like that whole that statement. Don't tell me you're pregnant. Show me the baby. Go get your blood work. And then we'll and then we'll deal from when your blood work. So he get, he got his blood work back, and the dude was like two seventy eight, like you know below three hundred, off the charts low testosterone. He was like, what the? Fuck? So that's what I'm saying. Like he was thirty two years old. So. And he I looks matured. like a beast
0: now. He looks great. Yeah, I just saw dude. I mean, him, uh, you know, a he changed his job.
1: whole life. I mean, yeah. you know, my wife calls him. We, you know, we call him the Asian Jesus. You know, we like joke about it and stuff like that. But he went from being like a you know a decent dude. You know, I wouldn't say like you know really, really masculine alpha dude to, like, that guy now, right? And now he's just like, you know, it's a game changer for him. And like I said, it's a game changer for anybody when it's done right. The issue becomes a lot of guys want it to be that way, but then they choose quack positions who fuck them up, you know, and make it worse. I mean, a lot of guys, too, and I had this issue with a lot of, like, baby boomers, and again, this isn't, you know, your guy's, this does not relevant to you, but it does because it proves
0: a good point is that yeah, we do have some baby boomers that listen.
1: Well, to I mean, know. here's the thing, uh, th- you know, uh, like a lot of guys who are in their early fifties or I'm sorry, mid to late fifties and early sixties now who have money and are successful guys. Um, they basically start, you know, when this came out in the marketplace, like 15, 20 years ago, which is when it did, they, they, they got treated by quack doctors who had no idea what they were doing. I mean, you think it's bad now. Imagine trying to do it 15, 20 years ago when guys didn't even know what the fuck they were doing. So most of those guys got completely screwed. They made their testosterone lower than what it was when they went in, already deficient. Plus they gave them like side effects like acne, you know, irritability because their testosterone or their estrogen wasn't managed along with their testosterone. So a number of silly things, but the truth is, is like when you do this right, there's no side effects. The side effects are better erections, um, better stamina sexually. Obviously you gain muscle if you train. I mean, again, it's not a magic bullet. You still have to go to the gym. You still have to train right. You still have to eat right. You still have to be consistent in what you do, but your sleep is better. Your sex drive is better. And the number one symptom, improved symptom of testosterone, which nobody gets right unless you're really a student of this, is like noble, you know, improved cognition. Okay. Like this thing makes you, this is like taking a very mild uh, nootropic. You know, you're just focused. I mean, dude, here it is. It's 5.30 in the afternoon right now. I'm talking to you guys, right? I've been up since 5 a.m. I've done three podcasts today, Okay. I've done an interview with a guy in Australia. I had a podcast this morning with a doctor in, I don't know, New York City. Uh, and I just did a uh, an interview podcast with a guy that I do um, I forget what you know like a forty five minute interview on Facebook Live or whatever. So now you're my fourth podcast of the day, and look at me, I, my energy it's fucking insane, dude. You
0: have insane energy. You can tell just through your emails. I have no. You have. This is I'm <laughs> but emailing day. It's just like damn, this straight does. up,
1: bro. I have no. I'm not on Adderall. I'm not yeah. on Modafinil. I'm not on a nootropic over the counter. This is just a little bit of caffeine from like these refresh, you know, drinks. These Mios. And water and just me. This is, but this is how you are when you're optimized, right? Yeah. You know. So, and I'll go home and I'll fucking um, spend two hours, you know, doing through work stuff today, and then I'll spend, you know, hopefully forty-five minutes with my daughters, you know, reading to them before they go to bed, and then I'll fuck my wife and I'll go to sleep and I'll rest, rinse and repeat tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so what if what if you're you know you're single, you're you're out and about, you're drinking, you're partying. What are the effects there, and is there any side effects if you're using it? No,
1: yeah, no, I'm happy to, so first off, I'm not a prude or anything like that, like I I tell guys this, and again, no judgment, because I don't give a shit what people do, but alcohol is a nerve toxin, it is literally the most detrimental chemical you can put into your body, it alters DNA, there are studies to prove that, it does horrible things to um, aromatase enzyme, which is the enzyme in your fat cells that actually uh, increase estrogen expression, so... If you drink alcohol regularly and and excessively, you are going to have an overproduction of aromatase enzyme, which is going to lead to estrogen, which is going to lead to a soft fucking dad body, period. End of story. You're not going to be able to overcome that from training. So alcohol, I always tell guys, if you're going to drink alcohol, try to minimize consumption. Try to drink um, a very, very, uh, what do you call it, a filtered alcohol. So like a vodka. Do not drink sugar drinks with it because that's fucking just it just layers the fat on. Yeah. The problem with alcohol, and you're never going to get this in the in the mainstream, because again, mainstream is designed to sell you drugs. I mean, sell you chemicals that will make you sick and fat and addicted to the other chemicals that they can pitch you, the pharmaceutical industry. So the reality of, of uh, uh, alcohol, especially um, you know ethyl based alcohols, is that any sugar that is consumed with it. So you drink a you know a martini or whatever, and it's got you know some. Fruit juice. It's going right to the areas we don't want it to go. It's going to go into the lump handles. It's going to go into the belly button. So, you know, hence why guys have giant beer guts. You see those skinny dudes? They're normally skinny, fat, ectomorphic people, and they are got giant bellies because they drink so much alcohol. So, it's storing right in the area where they have the stubborn receptors. So, alcohol is like the worst thing you can do when you're partying. Try to minimize your consumption. Or do any other drug over alcohol. It's going to be much less. Body from a physical standpoint, um, testosterone—you know—go back to answering your question from a root standpoint. Like, testosterone is going to make you have way more confidence. Um, there's no way that any girl you're going to back down from talking to any girl. Um, you're just going to be just more in control of yourself. You know, don't believe any of the nonsense about like it's going to make you like emotional or you know outra- you know, kind of outraged or you know have roid rage or like an imbalance in your emotional you know component. That's bullshit. Um, but you know, I, I recommend my book every, every male, 20 years and older should read my book, not just because they need to understand about TRT, but they need to understand about getting their blood work done because that is the true key to survive and live a long healthy life is to understand what's going on metabolically and what's your biomarkers. Cause once you understand that and you can read that, dude, you never have to go to a doctor because you know more about your internal biochemistry than they'll ever know.
0: That's crazy. Really, really good thing to know, obviously. Dude, you can get your blood
1: work done, okay? I, I mean, I work with a company that'll do it for you for like 279, but they literally come to your house and they, they'll they come to your home or your office and they pull you, do your blood work in like less than 10 minutes. They talk to you about it. They, you can answer them questions. It's like a, you know, a very high-level nurse practitioner. And then within 24 hours, well, it's really 48 hours if you get a sensitive estradiol, you have the results emailed to you. You don't need a script from a doctor. You don't need some bullshit. Is that a uh,
0: nationwide thing or just Southern California?
1: No, completely a nationwide North America telemedicine. They practice right over the phone. But you can also go local. You know, in any major coastal population city and most major cities, um, you know, through private MD labs or discountedlabs.com, and it's like 180 bucks, and you get a full metabolic workup. You get all the biomarkers measured, and you know, for your guys, you know, that on the show or whatever, you know, I make an offer to them. Just you know, you can email me their labs and I'll read them for you. But It just takes like one time having your labs professionally evaluated by a guy like me. And after that, you'll never need to ever ask anybody ever again, because I can, you know, it's like a cheat sheet. It's kind of like a decoder and I can like say, okay, this is the things you need to look at. And this is what you need to be looking for. It takes literally like 15 to 20 minutes and you're going to understand it. But that's, that's like the number one thing that all dudes and women too, but all dudes especially should be on top of for their, for managing their health care. Because again, you can't allow doctors to do this because they don't give a rat's ass. They don't care about you, dude. You're just a number and an ID code to them.
0: Makes sense, yeah. So, I mean, we, there's definitely, we, we covered the ethical dilemma, especially with testosterone. It sounds like there's a lot of you know, a lot of people out there that are saying a whole bunch of bullshit. Um, and you think it's a good idea for every guy to get their levels checked, right?
1: I mean, absolutely. I mean, you can't, you, if you truly care about your health, And you, you know, it's important that you live a long, productive, healthy, strong, functionally strong, lean life. You have to, there's, I mean, there is no other options. I mean, again, if you just go to your regular practitioner, you know, your, your, you know, your family doctor or whatever, your general practitioner, and you allow them to, you know, give you guidelines on, you know, living a long and and optimal life, you got no chance. These motherfuckers, all they're going to do is script you uh, an SSRI inhibitor, you know, a a uh, depression medication or an erectile dysfunction medication. As soon as you start feeling the blues, you know, and every guy, unless you're a freak and you're a total outlier, by the time you're 40, you're going to have low test. And, and, you know, it's crazy too. Cause a lot of guys who are still in good shape, you know, still training in the gym, still have good, low body fat, you know, still have decent physiques. You know, they're like, I don't have low testosterone. Okay, bro. If yeah. the number one symptom of, of the, of the cause is brain fog. Almost every dude by the time they're two o'clock in the afternoon, one 32, 2 thirty, 2.30 in the afternoon, they start feeling like they got to take a nap. You know, and most guys are like, oh, that's just because I ate a heavy carb lunch. And, you know, my serotonin is is up and down and my influence up and down. No, it's because your testosterone is, is low. And that's the number one symptom of testosterone, low testosterone or testosterone deficiency is brain fog. So that's the first thing that's cured when you go on testosterone is like you get the cognition back. And then you not only do you get it back you know, the level-headed, you know, the, the, the better focus, but you also get like a bump. It's like literally, like I said, it's like a very mild nootropic.
0: Hmm. Really cool. And um, any sort of like specific fitness regimens that work best if you're on testosterone?
1: no i mean you know i i have all this in the book i actually have um it's a 14 chapter book it's 180 pages we're actually making the audiobook right now so i'm sure half of your guys are like oh fuck, i can't read a book because i know it's like a dead language It's <laughs> like a dead language in society you well, no, like
0: we, to read but you know well, that's right good, man. The audio. You're, you're one of the few
1: it's like you know my, my my publishing house told me they're like listen bro he's like even the people that read your book they're not going to read the average one doesn't read past the first chapter so you better you better write the book so that every chapter is a standalone chapter, which I did. So it's a very simple book to understand. Anyone can apply it. Um, But I have literally a chapter about fitness in there. Um, I don't go into like a super esoteric deep level about exercise science, but I do know a lot about that stuff. At one time I had a license. I was a clinical strength and conditioning specialist. So I do know a lot about exercise training. I know a lot about, you know, anatomy and physiology and biomechanics and all that stuff. So there is some practice in there. There is a couple of sample workouts. Um, obviously, if anybody wanted to ever work with me, uh, I also have a partner um, who's a ex professional bodybuilder. Jim Brown is my partner. You guys can read about us on TRTRevolution.com, But I mean, that guy is a fucking witch. There's no one out there. I mean, he's trained multiple professional athletes and actors, and just like the highest level guy that you could ever work with from a standpoint of like changing your physique. Um, and I consider myself pretty high level too. Um, it's not really my forte. I'm not pushing to do that or whatever. But that's what Jim does. So whenever I train with people, I always like let him talk to people about exercise science. But three to four days a week in the gym, um, you know, a, a, a good periodized or progressive overload training program. Thirty to forty minutes in the gym if you're by yourself. Tops. Again, three to four days a week. I myself train between three and four days a week. It just depends on how much time I have in my schedule. My schedule's insane. Um, plus I got, you know, two little girls that I have to attend to at whenever I can. So, um, you don't need to train that much in the gym. I will tell you that testosterone is a very good adjunct though, to add muscle. Um, it definitely can improve human physiques, like literally within six months to a year, if you're training and you're, you know, you've reached your natural level. So let's say you're a 30 year old dude, you've been training in the gym for like eight to nine, 10 years. You've never touched anything before. You go on testosterone, it is very reasonable to add 12 to 15 pounds of mass. So, I mean, like, you can go from, like, you know, being a guy that, like, looks okay to a guy that's like, holy shit, when people see you, are like, man, that motherfucker's cock diesel.
0: Yeah. So, that is, that definitely is a difference maker. Yeah, that's, that's what most of, like, fitness regimen, most of the guys probably listening that are on, you know, some kind of low-carb, slow-carb diet, high-protein, working out, you know, three to four days a week, heavy lifting. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sure. Yeah. Um, what about sleep? What effect does sleep have? Um, it
1: majorly improves sleep quality. So, um, I won't say I'm, I'm very into the the science and the study of sleep. So I'm a big sleep proponent. I believe that every man you have to sleep six hours a night or you're going to do, uh, you're doing things long-term to um, neurotransmitter pathways that are not productive. So, you know, all these guys that talk about, Oh, you know, you can biohack sleep and you know, just take podafinil every other day or whatever, you know, Dave Asprey, all these fucking morons. I mean, I mean, the reality is your body needs six hours, at least minimum a night of restoration. I don't always get six hours. I try to get six hours, but sometimes I only get five. You know, if you, as long as over a seven day average, you're balancing it out where you're, you know, trying to average six hours. So maybe you only get, four and a half, five hours during the week, but on the weekends you sleep 10 or 11 hours and then you should be okay. But you definitely, your brain definitely needs from a restoration standpoint, six hours of sleep. Another thing that guys don't understand about sleep is it, it totally alters metabolism. If you do not get enough sleep, Your circadian rhythm short circuits your thyroid metabolism and slows down your metabolic rate. And guys don't understand that. Again, I could send science. I have a lot of, you know, uh, proof on that. But if you don't get regular sleep, you definitely will most likely be one of those dudes that's carrying that layer of fat, you know, around your midsection or somewhere else that you hold stubborn fat receptors. Um, So that also uh, blocks that. Um, but but with testosterone, you will sleep deeper, and you will also fall faster into REM, you know, stage three and stage four sleep, um, a lot easier. Yeah,
0: that's great. And uh, you know, I agree completely on the sleep thing. There's other guys, you know, some guys in the group even who say can go, you know, massive amounts of time with very little sleep, three to four hours of, a week or some, a day, a night. Sorry, but then the same thing always happens. They get sick, and then they're out for a week or two exactly sleeping all day it's like now you can't shoot, <laughs> You cheat your
1: central nervous system
0: yeah
1: um at all there's no way and you're right i mean you compromise your immune system i mean like i said your cns can only be sacrificed for so long without you know severe complications i mean yeah it's absolutely true i mean i know guys that can take modafinil and not sleep for four days you know but um you know and there's guys that do do that you know like the coders and the hacker, the hacking guys, they have those hackathons or whatever, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you're the repercussions. It's not worth it,
0: man. Gotcha. Well, this has been fucking awesome so far. I want to open it up to the guys listening on the call and see if they have any questions. Is there anything sure. else before I do that? Any other things that, uh, you know, you made, you definitely want to get in there.
1: Um, I don't think so. Just, you know, it's, it's absolutely it, it just, I cannot, you know, um, imply or implore, the, you know, the, the fact that you have to get your blood work checked. Um, I have companies, you know, there's, there's private MD labs and discounted labs.com. They're both about 190 or $200. They all, you know, offer 5% off coupons online to get a full panel. Um, I obviously work with a company checked, dot com that comes to your house. You know, for guys that make money and are successful, it's a much better option because after you get your blood work done, they also perform a physical on the spot. If you choose that, it's like $292, I think like that. And then after that, they send you your results and shit. If you're deficient, they can script you whatever you want. You know, any anti-aging medication, of course, TRT, um, other stuff too, like, you know, nutraceuticals and B vitamins and all that stuff. So it's just like a really done for you solution, you know, where they can basically just handle everything right from you know the comfort of your um, home or email. And when even when you talk to the doctor on your first console, it's all done through Skype. You know, That's so great. you never have to leave your house or your office. No, it's fucking amazing. That's great. And I mean I really global
0: do believe,
1: totally. And I, I really do believe that at some point it will be a global um, business because again, I mean you look outside of the United States or North America dude and most guys have no option for TRT. I mean almost all those guys that are on TRT um, in those countries they're all buying shit, you know, over the counter. And it's so fucked up, right? Because socialized medicine offers the ability to buy testosterone over the counter, but you can't get it scripted from the doctor because it's not part of the socialized plan. <laughs> so imagine that you can buy testosterone legally, but you can't go to the doctor and have him write a script for you or even give you uh, medical advice because it's not part. So you're just <laughs> all doing it retarded. underground. It's so backward. It's retarded. But that's-
2: I'm like turning 40. Last time I had my T checked, it was, I think my score was around 700. Uh, So first part is, what do you think about that? And then second part is, I intend to pursue some physique competitions in the near future. And I've been working out for like 10 years and I do like five or six days a week. What do you think is a good T level for me for those goals?
1: Um, so great questions. Um, so the thing about TRT, um, or uh, I should say testosterone deficiencies, you know, AKA low testosterone is it's a clinical diagnosis rather than a blood lab value. So 700 is normally for a natural guy. If you're not on anything and you've never been on TRT, that's pretty fucking high, especially a guy that's 40. I mean, that's really good. You know, you're blessed. Um, but if you have a lot of symptoms of low testosterone, which again, brain fog, um, you know, so so called depression or lack of energy, you know, no more zest for life, obviously maybe erectile dysfunction or sexual inadequacy or whatever. Um, you can still probably get a physician, a smart progressive physician, to script you a low dose of tea to see where you're at. Um as far as um, you know, physique goals, you know, it's hard to give a range value of testosterone. Um I always say it's gotta be over a seven day moving average. Uh, the low end, obviously, of the measuring scales, and there are too many measuring scales, but you know they they range from 300 to like 1180. Um, I I like to see guys anywhere from like over a seven day moving average when they're on testosterone replacement therapy from in the, the high 600s to the mid to you know the mid 1300s to the high 1300s and perhaps even the super low 1400s. And the variance of those levels are based on the half life of the testosterone ester. So when you inject you know, within the first thirty-six hours of injecting, you're the half. You know that the the range value is going to be the highest, so you'll be in the twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred range. And then the mo- the molecule, the, t- the testosterone es- ester, cleaves or splits. You know, at a molecular level, like every second day after. So based based on the fourth day after the injection, you're probably going to be in the seven to eight hundred range. And then that's when you take your next injection so that you go back up. So the goal. Um, is to be, you know, in the high 600s to the low 1300s over a seven day moving average. Does that make sense? Cool. Yeah. And then, and as far as your physique goals, bro, there's too many, there's too many variables. I'd need to look at you and, you know, see what kind of muscle density you have and, you know, what type of genetics you have and your symmetry and all those things, um, to be able to really give you an honest, you know, assessment. Have you ever competed before?
2: No, I've just been working out for so long. I'm like, I got to make something out of this besides just working out.
1: No, I got you. I mean, does your have you had your body fat measure? I mean, are you like above 10%, low, below 10%?
2: I'm guessing right now I'm probably between 10 and 15 somewhere.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean...
2: It's a reasonable
1: goal. I mean, you know, I, am I'm, I'm very, very militant. I mean, I've competed multiple times. I've won multiple shows. I mean, I've done physique. I did bodybuilding way back when, I mean, I, those days are way past for me, but I'm, I'm pretty skilled in um, you know, getting into that type of condition. I mean, you know, to compete in what my, in my opinion, you know, a lot of guys have different, you know, variants goals. I mean, for me, if you're truly going to, you know, don the opposing shorts and get up on stage, you know, your goal should be to not humiliate or embarrass yourself. You know, I see guys get up there on stage who look absolutely like dog shit and then celebrate themselves on Facebook and say, I did it. I did it. It's like, no, you didn't. You look like fucking ass, bro. You shouldn't have gone up on the stage. Whoever's coaching you should just be shocked. So, you know, the reality is, is like if you really want to get up there and subject yourself to that type of discipline and torment and diet, you know, and get militant to get your body to five or six percent, because I tell guys this all the time. This is the truth. Being at five or 6% body fat is near death, okay? You are shutting off your endocrine system for the most part. You're shutting off your body's natural metabolism because your body is so low. I mean, you're fighting every fight or flight resistance pathway in your body to get to that low, okay? So nobody in this competitive arena, okay, with the exception of the most elite dudes on the most amount of drugs, maintains that level of body fat year round. Like. I was 5% body fat. I was in um, Cabo San Lucas in the beginning of August. My wife and I dieted down to do that because we were with a bunch of other physique freaks. And so we all did that. But like, I'm probably 10 or 11% body fat now in like less than a month later because that's normally where I live. You know, that's my life around, you know, year round. I don't like try to keep that level. So as long as your mindset is like, okay, I'm going to diet to get to that level, I'm going to do all the things that are required. I'm going to prep, you know, prep my meals. Have, you know, ent- enter a supreme caloric deficit, do cardio in addition, um, do things to get my estrogen balanced between my testosterone so that, you know, I don't have an issue with, because when your estrogen's too high, you can't reduce body fat. That's a complicated esoteric discussion, but there's a lot of things you got to do to get into single digit body fat to look like that. So as long as you're willing to endure all of those things, um, and, and, and plan accordingly, because if you're, you know, 12 to, let's say you're 12 to 15% body fat right now, it's reasonable to lose a pound to a pound and a half a week. So you got, you know, to get to where you need to go, you got a good 12 to 14 weeks of hard dieting. Okay. So that's a reasonable assumption. And again, I don't know your genetics. I don't know what you look like. If you're, you know, opti mesomorphic genetic type, maybe you could take that down to nine, eight, nine to 10 weeks. Um, but for the most part, most guys are a combination of all three body types. So it's going to take a good, you know, 12, 11 to 12 to 14 weeks of dieting. And again, it's, it takes a lot of work, man. You know, most people have no comprehension of the work it takes to get into single digit body fat and get up on stage and actually represent, you know, commensurate with all the other guys competing. You know, of course there's some genetic freaks that don't have to train that hard. But if you're a forty year old dude and you've never competed and you've never been single digit body fat in your life, you got that's a that's a job you got, you know, to put yourself through.
0: Sure. Sounds like it. <laughs> but R is uh, you know, I think R could do it. He's he's looking good. Um, awesome man you
1: if you uh, want to email me bro j at t r t dot com send me some pics um, you know send me your training dude i 'll be happy to give you you know some free advice in and, in and, and point in the right direction Where do you live
2: uh, i 'm in Phoenix and yeah i 'd love to take you up on that
1: okay, yeah bro hit me up j at trtrevolution.com. dot com I was actually just in Phoenix this weekend, so that 's funny
0: right on another guy from phoenix joel um, he 's got a question on his uh, blood work numbers.
2: My testosterone, it says the range is 160 to 726, and I'm at 385. Uh, That's my total testosterone. And then my free testosterone is um, flagged as low because I'm 8.5, and the range is 9.0. Yeah, bro,
1: you got got testosterone deficiency 100%. How old are you? 46. Oh yeah, yeah. You need TRT immediately, Brand. Don't even fucking hesitate. If you, if you get any kind of resistance, email me and I'll send you down the check pathway. So just so you guys know, I'll explain it right now. Um, so the checked program is $399 a month. They bill you quarterly. That 399 covers all of your lab work. It covers your testosterone. It covers your, um, it covers your, you know, your AIs or your ancillary medications to suppress estrogen if you need them. Um, Beyond that, if you want like peptides or you want other anti-aging medications, it's a a la carte program. But I think almost every guy I know that uses that program pays somewhere around a range of like $500 a month. And again, it seems a little expensive. There are other providers out there that will go cheaper like Defy. Um, but the truth is is that Defy has 5,500 patients and two doctors. They're not, they're not responsive. Um, they've got issues, um, b- bureaucratic issues. These guys are like on top of it and they've just, it's all done for you, man. There's no missing um, blood work appointment. There's no like running out of scripts or any of that nonsense and you hustling to call the nurses saying, oh, fuck, man, I'm out of my test. What the hell? You know, because that's, that's like nightmare stories, but you hear them from a lot of the age management and age, uh, or I'm sorry, the anti-aging clinics in North America where guys work with them. Um, so this company, you know, we've taken all the pain. We've taken all the drudgery. Uh, out of it, it's literally dummy proof. If you work with them, you know it's just like set and forget. And the best part about them is they fucking follow the model of my book, which you know, in my opinion, at some point within the next five years, it'll be the standard operating protocol globally for testosterone replacement therapy. I mean, any person that's ever used it has never, I,
2: you know. Can I ask this stake. follow-up question?
1: Yeah, of course, bro. Um,
2: <clears throat> I went to the doctor, a naturopath, and they have me on an anti estrogen, a low dose, and then uh they have me on HCG. Um, do you think that's a good first step or is no, that not
1: enough? Absolutely, absolutely not. That's fucking quackery. You're forty six years old. That is complete bullshit. You should fire those people because they're incompetent. They know nothing. I mean that's that's the average doctor out there, man. They're gonna try less invasive uh procedures they're going to play games. You got to understand they make money prescribing HCG and an AI, which is an aromatic whatever you're taking, you know, whatever to, 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 lower your estrogen. The problem with those medications that lower estrogen is they also fuck up bone mineral density. They also suppress, uh, HDL, which is high density lipoprotein, which is your good cholesterol. They're a nightmare. They should never be used until there's a medicinal need. It should always be testosterone. Assess three to four weeks later, what is your blood work? What are your um, estrogen values? And then boom, if you have high estrogen and you need a suppressor, then you go on a micro dose of that. Because again, those things are harsh chemicals. People don't realize that all those Arimadex, I'm sorry, um, uh, they're called AIs, they're called aromatase inhibitors. They're the suppressors of estrogen. Those are women's breast cancer drugs. When they write these medications for dudes who are on TRT, it's completely off label. They have no long-term studies. I mean, I shouldn't say that to scare you guys. I mean, I, you know, I'm very <laughs> familiar with them. Um, they've been used, you know, in the bodybuilding performance enhancement uh, arenas for 30 to 35 years. And most guys are fine. But the doctors, especially naturopaths, whenever I hear that word naturopath, I run and cringe because that just is another word for uh, incompetent. But but the reality is, is like, you know, you need when you're working with a doctor, okay, on your endocrine system, you need a highly advanced, to, totally tuned and trained specialist who knows how to manage your endocrine system. And the average doctor out there is clueless. What, basically, what they're doing with you right now, bro, I'm telling you, if you continue with them, they're going to whack your estrogen. They're giving you HCG. It's going to give you a, a, a moderate increase in testosterone, which it will but it's not the type of testosterone that you want because it doesn't increase dopamine in the brain, which is what real, you know, synthetic testosterone does bioidentical, however you want to call it. Um, All HCG does is it tricks your body's um, HPTA, which is your hypothalamic testicular axis into producing or eliciting a higher response. So it gives you kind of like a false uh, positive of higher testosterone, but it doesn't provide any of the physiological benefits that real testosterone does. So it's just a joke. I mean, the only time HCG works in any clinical application is when you're using testosterone together and you're trying to maintain fertility to have kids. Then you would use HCG Uh with testosterone. But by itself, it's a fucking scam. It's not going to do jack shit for you, man. It will it will transiently elevate your total testosterone, but you're not going to feel any of the physiological benefits that using testosterone will give you.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Awesome. Is there anyone else, um, who's, you know, listening in that has got a question that they either posted in the group or you want to ask now? If so shout it out. Yeah,
2: I have a question. Hey, I have a holistic nutrition and personal training background. Sorry. I just got done working out. Um, awesome, I did man. uh saliva, uh, they're checking my adrenals and my DHEA and my free testosterone with a saliva test. Basically, I just okay. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm
1: gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right now. That's completely yeah, that's, bogus. Saliva tests okay. are total scams.
2: Okay. Really now, ridiculous. can you tell me the reasons why?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because a saliva okay. test is not going to tell you anything. You have to get an actual blood test because saliva. You have enzyme. We all have genetically different. Salivary enzymes and those enzymes are like all over the board, and you're gonna get false positives and incoherent reads. They're complete, dude. Anybody who provides saliva tests for hormones is a quack. Those are the type of natural path physicians who have absolutely no business practicing practicing medicine. They are utterly worthless. The only thing that you can take in a a salivary test is. Um, there's, um, there's a couple of, um, DNA sequencing things that they can get out of saliva. But other than that, there's nothing, anything that's hormonally based, thyroid based, adrenal based, you're, you're getting nothing from saliva to scam.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted your, uh, your outview yeah, on just that. Just go get cool, Just man. go
1: get blood work done. just get blood work done. Like I said, you guys can yeah. do this anywhere, private indie labs. If you go on Google right now and you search private blood work, I mean, I'm sure there's a hundred companies that'll come up. You know, and the beauty of those companies is, is you literally pay them via PayPal or your credit card online. They send you a rec form. You straight up go to LabCorp, request diagnostics, or whoever's close to you. You don't get hassled by the morons that are at the front counter. You know, hey, I need your insurance card. But be careful because some of them will say, I've actually had guys that have handed them their insurance card and then they got double billed. Um, so just make sure you don't handle your insurance card. Say, oh no, I already paid for it. Here's my test. I need to get my blood drawn, and boom. Within three days, you're going to have the blood work emailed to you. Um, And, you know, again, it's hard. Initially, I mean, I've done a bunch of videos on YouTube. If you search Jay Campbell blood work videos on YouTube, you should find um, the videos that I've done of like how to guys teaching guys how to read their blood work. Um, So that can help you. But like I said, for you guys listening to this deal, I have no problem. Jay at TRT Revolution. Send me your labs and I'll be happy to go over
0: them with you. Thanks for that offer, Jay. It's fucking awesome. Um. Any other questions? We have time for one or two more. Are you, I
2: chimed in kind of when you said skinny guys that like are kind of getting like that have a stomach because of like going out and partying and all that or drinking. Yeah. Um. Well, like, hey, as some of you guys know, I work at Nightlife. I throw parties, so drinking I've cut down a lot, but and I'm noticing a significant difference. But I am I'm one of those people that my body fat is like eight percent. Uh, eight to ten or eight percent floating. Like I'm pretty low body fat, uh, right. but I am starting to get that weight. But how am I able to maintain what they say is like an eight, like seven to eight percent? But I'm still kind of gaining this stomach fat. It's just because well, how, old, how old fat.
1: How old are you, brother? How old are you?
2: Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah.
1: So 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 I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just because this is how I am, man. I'm a real motherfucker. Talk. You got at most four years before that that line right there will become just pure lard in your midsection. You're getting by on genetics right now, and you're blessed. Uh-huh. You're probably a combo of ecto-meso. Um, are you muscular too, or are you just like really skinny? Are you muscular? When I was. Really skinny I, I, skinny? I,
2: I form muscle really fast. I can. I can gain. Uh, I can yeah, gain I'll, a couple. Yeah, of pounds yeah, per so you're, yeah.
1: So you're a mesomorph. You're a mesomorph. You're like. Yeah, you're 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 the top of the food chain genetically. You're a mesomorph, so that's great. You're blessed. But I say this to guys all the time who are mesomorphs. Um, about thirty four to thirty six, you just things just start cho- slowing down metabolically in your body, and yeah. you know, for a guy like you, um, the worst part is you'll be ripped and muscular everywhere, but you'll have like a layer of body fat like right in that spot where you don't want it. And it'll be so hard to lose it. So as long as you're cutting down on your alcohol now, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. The the only other thing too is I'll tell all. One of these guys is that, and most people don't know this, but like make sure that the meat that you're eating, you're eating, try to eat grass fed beef or grass fed um, uh, organic meats because here's the thing there are pesticides now in the meats, okay, and nobody knows this, that are so hazardous that when they get in, when you eat them and, you know, your body breaks them down, you are also leaving the residue of those horrific metabolic byproducts in your own skin. And it's really difficult to get rid um, of those byproducts, and ultimately, what ends up happening is they create like a layer of body fat, like kind of flub. And again, it's right in the area. Uh, so anyway, I just said that um, you, you're gonna you're gonna hold body fat in areas that you're prone to hold it, um, because again, it's just estrogen receptors and whatnot. So you want to try you want to try to make sure that you're not eating meats that are not organic, and when I say organic.
2: Grass fed organic. Grass
1: fed and organic are different. Try to make sure that all the meat that you consume is grass fed. I know it's more expensive that way. Yeah, but but you want to try to eat grass fed because they don't have these harmful pesticides that get into your body and you can't break down. Like for example, like I stopped eating grass fed meat uh, anything that wasn't grass fed about a year ago, and I had this like layer of fat that I could never get rid of, like in my lower back side, right above my my uh, you know my ass crack and my uh, erectors, like my spinal erectors, right there. And it was always just this, like little line. It wasn't a flub, but it was just, it was there, noticeable. And as soon as I started eating grass-fed beef, like within 60 days, it was gone. And it has never come back. So now I realized, you know, learning about that, that those chemicals in the fucking beef at the supermarkets, non-grass-fed are, they contribute to fat deposition.
2: 100%. Yeah. So I go, yeah, I go pretty yeah. healthy. Um, yeah, so just basically, I've cut down to one night a, a week now. Uh, opposed to like five nights a week because we were partying and working, so you just basically cut down, cut down the uh, alcohol consumption. I should uh, probably be pretty fine.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what your diet's like. I don't know what your training's like. You know, again, at twenty nine, dude, you're in your per- you're at the peak metabolically. You know, your your basic metabolic rate, your BMR, is at the highest it's ever going to be. You know, and it stays that way till probably you're thirty two. Um, and then it starts to slow. And then, like I said, by between 34 and 36, it's just, it goes from like a third of what it used to be. And, and again, it's just age, you know? So, um, you know, the best thing you can do is obviously minimize your alcohol consumption, you know, train like a beast. Uh, and then obviously get your hormones checked. I mean, I don't know if you're on tier T or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's always best to have a better, you know, a clear answer of your blood work.
0: It's funny because everything Everything that Jay just said was is kind of, you know, he's kind of predicting or he predicted or he just basically gave that I was overweight until I was about 29, lost a bunch of weight, got my body fat down to, I think, like 14 or 13%. And then from 29 until about 33, it was really easy to maintain. Um, you know, I just kept my diet pretty strict. But even then, I was partying. and You guys know me. I fucking party four or five nights a week. And I drink in insane amounts. it's not good, but I was still able to, you know, to kind of keep it where it was just through all the exercise I do and hockey, you know, lifting weights and just eating pretty well. Um, But now I turned 34 in June and I've definitely noticed the slowdown. I I seem to be putting on a little bit more body fat. So it sounds like I could be, you know, definitely deficient in, in testosterone.
1: um yeah i mean 100 percent dude i mean that's what i'm saying is like you know the the real ground floor when this really becomes a reality is like i said like between 32 and 35 most guys i mean obviously it was with carrie but i mean i get you know a day between 10 and 20 messages from guys all around the world you know in that age range where they say hey man you know can you look at my blood work and i'm always like you know unless i know i rarely respond i don't have time these days but um You know, if I see something right off the top of my head, I send them an email back and be like, hey, man, you need to, you know, that's all I can tell you. But that's, that's normally right now on a global population wide, you know, dynamic situation. That's kind of where it's happening right now. And again, guys, I'm telling you, man, this is not caused by anything that you can do from a diet or exercise standpoint or living right standpoint. This is environmental. If you're in a big city, you're in Phoenix you're in LA, you're in New York, you're in Miami, you're in Chicago, you're in Seattle, you're in fucking Atlanta, Georgia, any of those towns, you are being bombarded biochemically from the air, from the plastic water bottles that you drink. I mean, honestly, just from fucking being in cars, um, when the, you know, your, d- your dashboard heats up and all those, you know, uh, petroleum distillates v- v- are becoming, you know, airborne. At that point, if you have a deficiency, you've got to seek help because it's not gonna get better. As as you get older, your testosterone continues to reduce you know the latest data is like at thirty eight, you lose three point I'm sorry, uh you, you lose like I think it's like three to four percent a year. And that, and that's data from like probably five or six years ago before this biochemical nightmare, you know, of our environment really started to happen. So it's probably double that. So I mean you can just do the math. By the time you're forty five, you don't have any option.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Well, Jay, thank you fucking so much for coming on. It's been amazing info. Um, I know the guys have been really engaged and uh, lots of awesome questions. Just tell us again, you know, where can we find out more about products you offer, your book, um, you know, and anything you've got in terms of more resources?
1: Sure, man. Um, and again, I appreciate you guys having me on. I love doing this. I'm very passionate about helping dudes, You know, paying it forward, service to others. So that's how I roll my, in my life. Um, you can find me at my main website, trtrevolution.com. Um, you know, everything is there. You can, you can find out how to work with checked if you want to get, you know, um, you know, positioned to get on TRT, obviously to get your blood work and and your biomarkers measured first. Um, there's tons of information there. I do tons of videos that will lead you to my YouTube channel. Um, I also have a blog, uh, that Leonard knows about that, you know, is really my claim to fame. It's, (laughs) I don't know how, I barely write on it anymore, but it's fab. Fit over 40, it's fabulously fit over 40. It was actually, as of a month ago, it was still the number one site on the internet for fit over 40 information as a a, a long tail search term. So tons of information for dudes that are in their 40s and 50s. But actually, in the last two years, I wrote for people, you know, any age, 20s and 30s too, there's tons of information there about, you know, fitness and dieting and training and losing body fat and getting ripped and all the things that guys listening to this would like. Um, and then of course you can reach out to me on my Facebook page. It's just, you know, facebook.com, jcampbelltrt Campbell, TRT. Um, and again, my email address is j at TRT revolution.com. So if you guys have any questions, um, about anything specific, you know, just reach out to me. And of course I do offer consulting. Um, I'm very expensive. It sounds like some of you guys could probably afford me, but I'm, you know, I'm not like your average, uh, personal trainer, fitness bro. You know, it's, it's this is high level stuff. I, I mostly, I don't have a lot of time. So, you know, the people that I work with um it's expensive so but you know happy to do that my you know my partner Jim Brown is as good as it gets there's nobody that knows this stuff like him um you know just to be real honest with you guys like we work with like all the highest level people in fitness like very famous people like when they have issues they come to us man it's as simple as that you know i can't name my clients and stuff like that but we have very very elite caliber type clients so most of the guys that are out there that are like you know i'm this and i'm that and i'm that when they have questions they come to jim man <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's kind of who we are. So again, I, I was you know very excited to be on the show today. Thank you guys so much for having me. If you guys need me or, you know, want to reach out to me and communicate with me, I'm open to you. Feel free.
0: Awesome. And thanks so much, Jay. And thanks for all those really generous offers and, and giving us your time today.
1: Of course, man. No problem. I really appreciate it. You guys uh, spread the love, man. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: You too. See you, buddy. Okay, man. Take care.